0: Welcome everybody to another edition of Conversation with Shubby Green. I'm your host, the main man Shelby Green. Um, I want to let everybody know I appreciate you guys' support for last week's episode. We are at 992 downloads, so we're rocking and rolling. We're almost to a thousand as I'm trying to get this propel bottle water open with the microphone in my hand, kinda in a sticky predicament trying to record this today. But anyway, a swig of black cherry propel fitness water for the working man. That's gas. Alright guys, so what we got not much of a lot to talk about today, uh, probably an hour or less show to be honest with you, got a couple trailer reactions to talk about, got a couple pro wrestling talk to talk about, got to talk about NBA All-Star Weekend, the recap here in the city of Indianapolis, and we got to start off with the Louisville Cardinals. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. Also, I want to promote that you're always going to hear this on Wednesday, but on the Conversation with Shelby Green Twitter page, I'm going to start hosting space, spaces. We got a Notre Dame-Louisville preview game for tomorrow night, which is this is Wednesday, so it's past so it's Tuesday, which will be on a Wednesday. And then, of course, we've got the next one I'm doing, we're going to bleed up. we're going to lead into WrestleMania 40. We're going to talk with that as well, so I'm going to get more interactions on the Twitter page. And it's funny, lately, I've had more success on the Twitter page than I have on my Facebook page, but that's beside the point. Um seems to me that there's a lot of things going on um, in the the city of Louisville, Kentucky when it comes to the men's basketball program. Uh, shout out to the girls, by the way. They're doing their thing. They're 21-5, and five, I believe. Got beat by Votek the, the other day, but Votek could have hit, hit, miss a fucking shot. So it is what it is. Things happen. But I will state this for the record. I am one of the people that believe that I am a Kenny Payne supporter. I am a Nolan Smith supporter. Uh, I support Josh Hurt as well. I support the university, and quite frankly, I'm very sick of a lot of things, to be honest with you, and a lot has gone on recently in the last uh, couple weeks or so, with uh, just everything in general, to the point where I'm getting kind of fed up with talking about it, to be honest with you, it's the same bullshit every day that you hear, and quite frankly, it's annoying. And I hate wasting my time on it. But as a Lowell fan, I feel like I'm entitled to do this. will beat Georgia Tech last week on a Saturday night. Got a win against Georgia Tech. Came back down nine points twice and got a win in the second half. Wore down Georgia Tech. Wore him down. Wore him down. And then, of course, you know, Sky Clark gets hurt. Ball, they go up to Boston College. Had to lead the half, but got tired and wore down and couldn't sustain it. Tyler Johnson catches a concussion in that game and doesn't play Saturday, so we don't have a point guard. We go up to Pittsburgh, hung in there for the first 13 minutes of the game and just Henson got hot, and that was it. And then, of course, nobody talks about the injuries. Nobody talks about that. They just talk about another loss under Kenny Payne's resume at the University of Louisville. I've said this before and I'll say it again. The one word that I think the university needs more than is stability. Development has been big at the University of Louisville this season, I believe. I've seen Brandon Huntley Hatfield get better. I've seen Sky Clark get better. I've seen Trey White continue to evolve. I've seen uh, Mike James get better. And I've seen Tyler Johnson get better as the year is going on. Four guys. And Caleb Glenn starting to show signs. KG, shout out to him, man. He's doing his thing. Playing really well. Played well the other night against uh, Pittsburgh. <coughs> but I mean this whole Harley. I am fed up The night that uh, Like you know You got certain people In the media And I'm gonna go ahead And name them Ty Spalding Who Is always on the stand by. Kenny will be done Enjoy the last five games The KP Mafia Blah blah Him and Drew Deaner, You know the wife beater Um And Mark Blankenshire Or whoever his name is The guy who Who dragged Nolan Smith's name Through the mud And I'm gonna make this Real clear The reason why These guys are on this agenda Cause they won't get They don't get They don't have media access Kenny won't let them Have media access Now, if Kenny was winning, they wouldn't give a damn, because it is what it is. Now, I will state this: Jerk, when Tom Jerk, the athletic director for the the former athletic director of the University, the guy that Rick Pitino screwed over, in my opinion, the greatest AD of all time, he controlled the media. The media wasn't allowed, which I think was a reason why. Because look how these guys are acting. Do you know that half of our media doesn't have a college degree, like at all? Like half the media does not have a college degree at all. From what I was told, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I've heard that. You know, you got a guy like Nick Coffee who doesn't read the room at all. Louisville beats George Tech, and he says, "Well, who's going to be the next coach in University of Louisville?" Not talking about, hey, great win, guys. We know there's been coaching rumors, but these guys are playing one. They got to win tonight. How about tweeting that instead? Say, "Hey, who's going to be the next coach of Louisville?" Hmm. It's kind of funny how as soon as Coffee came buddies with old KS, K S K K S R. Um, Matt Jones Things kind of switched up A little bit But what do I know Um I read the, the other day An article from Rick Bozick About Or uh, C, I think it was C, You know It was C.L. C. Brown C.J. Brown Whoever it was For the Courage Journal, That Kenny needs needs. This is really his first year And he needs time And I I tend to agree with that I'm not making excuses And i Got into I actually raised my voice in the space yesterday. I kind of feel bad about it on Sunday about some people were justifying a four win season. Nobody was justifying a four win season. I wasn't. I was justifying the fact that we people were continued to throw that throw that down because it started so rough. You look at the guys that left, who in their right mind believes any of those guys contribute has contributed to success of a program? Look at Arkansas with Eli Ellis. Look at Grand Canyon with Sidney uh, Curry. They're playing well, but Curry's coming off the bench. He was starting at Louisville. Roosevelt Wheeler was getting 10 to 15 minutes a night at Louisville. He wasn't. Even, he's not even playing for VCU right now, I believe. Jalen Withers, the most talented guy of that bunch. He played. He had a good game against us, but we were thin up front. We had no size. If JJ Tranvers was JJ Tranvers was healthy. That doesn't happen. Things like that. These guys have gotten better. They've gotten better And I think The problem is The ACC is so down It's wide open For Louisville to take over it, It's wide open For Louisville to become A top 2-3 to three team In that conference again It's wide open And that's the problem It's frustrating I'm frustrated too I hate it But at the same time I know what the cards deal dealt with Here's my Here's my biggest takeaway From this You know I'm at the fence on Next year If Kenny gets fired Do I even go back To Louisville To watch a game do I even spend my money? Because I'm, I've am i actually spent money... Went down there... As many times as I can... To watch these guys play... And... I've tried very, very hard... To keep my composure... With these fans... I've tried very, very hard... To... Be civil... And respectful... But I've had it... If Kenny Payne gets fired... And they hire somebody like Will Wade, who's got a show clause, who is dirty as can be. Mick Cronin, who is a Patino disciple. I don't want no Patino disciples at Louisville, to be honest with you. Or Chris Beard, a guy who puts his hands on his wife. I really have to sit back and say, hmm. Hmm. Might be time for me to take a year off and just focus on myself. Because it ain't fair. Now, if you want to bring in Scott Drew, Kelvin Sampson... Hell yeah. Let's go. Jerome Tang. I wouldn't mind it. Um, I know Eric Munslin's name's been called, and even though they're struggling, but I wouldn't... I mean, he has had success, but he struggled really fucking bad this year, so it kind of turns me off. Nate Oates from Alabama. I wouldn't mind seeing Nate Oates. I know he's got the issue with Miller, but at the same time, I'd rather have him or Will Wade. Just, just, my, just my say-so on things. At the same time... We'll see Now Everybody's You know It's so bad Where the local media Yesterday A fake A fake Vanderbilt account Which was probably run By the University of Tennessee Tweeted that Jerry Stackhouse The head coach of Vanderbilt University Got fired And local Sports Live Or media wherever it is Who was run By Ethan Moore I believe Tweeted like Three power six jobs Are open now At Ohio State DePaul And uh, Vanderbilt and they didn't even read the article. from a burner account. That's how stupid and naive, and how the the media does not read the room right there. And you wonder why they don't have media access to to the games, and why people they don't talk to guys. People don't want to talk to them because of crap because of trash like this. There's a reason why guys like Jeremy Bless have got guys on the show. There's a reason why, you know, Mabin still has his guys. There's a reason why certain guys get, like, Bozick and T- T- Griever and Crawford get their guys. They get those guys because of respectful journalism and they have credibility. Now, Jeremy, people say he doesn't have no ties to university. I'm going to tell you this right here, right now. That's a lie. Whoever spreading that is lying through their teeth. Because that guy has he's he's missed some swings and he omitted he missed it and he's but he but I've seen text messages from this guy from personally when Sky Clark had had a hit flexor, Jeremy was telling me that hey he's going to be he he's he's fighting through but he's going to try and play. When people reported he wasn't going to play for two games, he played the next game. Like, think about that i am at a point i'm just numb you want to make change make change josh hurd make change but maybe josh hurd who i'm a fan of maybe you guys head up out jeff Brom's ass and seen that the support and by the way since i'm a kp mafia guy and all the other guys i hang out with is brady brahm and jeff Brom kp mafia as well because they've been going the game supporting but y'all don't say nothing about that right because those are the golden those are golden childs you can't touch those guys right Keep that same energy for the next coach because the next coach struggling, I'm gonna be petty.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna
0: be petty. I'm gonna be petty. And by the way, what is the home run hire out there? Dusty May? He's probably gonna take the Indiana or Ohio State job. Shaka Smart? No. Dan Hurley ain't leaving UConn. So who's the home run hire? Greg McDermott at Creighton? No. We tried Chris Mack from Xavier, and that failed. That fizzled out. because the and, and the media can sit there and act like they don't, but Mark Ennis was one of those guys. He was very forceful about Mack, and a lot of our guys were very forceful about Mack. A lot of them were forceful. And that's the problem right then and there. The media is the problem down there. And if they get their way, they're going to gloat and pull and point their fingers and gloat, 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 and all they want to gloat. That's fine. You can gloat. But the fact that your people are looking at this program going, mm. i look looking at this program going, mm, sad. And people forget how bad this program, the shape this program was in, it would have been through. You know, all the Twitter coaches talking about how you let, maybe we ought to guard Henson. Well, they're not against Pitt. Well, they face-guard him. They doubled him. They did everything they could. to take the ball out of his hands. He just had a hot night. He's hot. He, he tore Virginia up the week earlier the week. If you watch basketball, you notice that. Like, pay attention. Louisville's got a chance. They got three. They got four of their next five games at home, with. They got their four next four out of five games at home. They got Notre Dame obviously. They're going to road to Duke. They get a week off, and then they got they got Boston College. I think no, it was at at home. Then they got Syracuse. The Syracuse game birthday week, which I will be there for that. And then they got Sunday night the following week. They got uh, they got they got Boston College in the week, and then they go to the ACC tournament. I think they can win four out of five. And what I've been told, and I believe it, KP gets the 12 wins, he gets another year. I think at this point, if if I really believe this, if we were healthy, because this team was starting to gel a little bit, we saw a glimpse in New York with Texas and Indiana. Neither one of those teams are really good, but they should have won both those games. If we, if that shot by Abrams doesn't go in, go in against Louisville, we might be talking a different ball game right now. We might be looking at the Louisville team going, hey. 3-1 and one. now, the UConn game, they would have played UConn, it probably would have been a rough one. But at the same time, it is what it is. You know, everybody talks about, the you know, we used to dominate Pitt in Boston College. Well, yeah, let's be honest, but look look what the program has been through in the last years. And that, it breaks my heart, man. This kills me. I, I, there's nothing more in the world I want is to see Louisville prosper and be back to those days. I miss it. And I choke up and get teary-eyed about it Because it breaks my fucking heart But at the same time The way people are going about this shit is wrong It's wrong And it's not fair That's all I'm going to say about it I love my boys I'm rooting my ass off for them If change happens, I'll support them Unless it's Mick Cronin, Will Wade, or Chris Beard All-Star Weekend happened And that was if we talk about a fun-ass time Talk about a fun ass time. City was wild, man, up here in Indianapolis, and I love seeing the city get it. The city's been through a lot with crime and a lot of things like that, but at the same time, I'm very, very happy that the city is is really, really moving and it's growing. The city of Indianapolis has, since I've been up here since 2003, 2004, this city has really grown over the last 20 years. I mean, it's amazing that the prosperity and how it's continue to grow with jobs even i mean playing you got the playing field now there's warehouses everywhere for people to work you go out you go down dan jones road or go out there towards uh brownsburg there's warehouses everywhere i mean they got there's a lot of things around here man and a lot of people are working i mean i make a lot i mean i've had a job up here for 10 years since i was 21 i'm making really good money too it's able to have i'm able to do the things i'm able to have because of my job and that's where i'm at looking at this thing but I didn't. I did go. I didn't go downtown Saturday. I just. I went. I went out Saturday night. Got me some food by myself, which which I love to do. By the way, I'm one of those guys that I rather go to a bar at a restaurant, sit there, order food, and watch TV and talk to a bartender or somebody who or a ran, or a stranger at the bar. That's just how I am. I'm one of those guys that I love casual conversation. That's why the cut the title of the show is "Conversation with Shelby Green." And then I went out and. Went over to a, uh, a friend of mine's house. Hung out. Then I went to an after party. And, we, you know, I kept an eye on things. I was talking to some people that were texting me. that They let me you know, feedback on show. The downtown was having a lot of fun. The concert was fun. And the snow was a problem. But people made it work, which made me happy. Then you turn around. You got um, All-Star Weekend. It was a major success. Hopefully, they'll bring it back. I mean, I think the – I'll tell you what we need to get. We need to get WrestleMania here. That's the next thing. We've had the Super Bowl. We've had Final Fours. We've had the College Football Playoff. We've had now the All-Star Weekend. Like the let's get WrestleMania here. We can't get WrestleMania here in the next four to five years. Lucas Lucas Oil Stadium, it's right in the middle of it. Da- it's right downtown. It's right off it's it's easy access. The Center is right by it. Bankers Life Fieldhouse, right around the corner. Mania Weekend here in Indy. Oh my god. I thought I'd die and go to heaven. <laughs> like seriously. But I did watch All-Star Week. I did keep an eye on it. And I will say this. What I said before about All-Star Weekend, I mean it. I didn't watch Celebrity Game. I didn't get a chance to watch that, but I did watch the dunk contest. Mac Merlin won it, but it just disappoints me because a G League guy is the best sleeper in the game supposedly now because certain guys will do it. I would love to see Ja Morant do the dunk contest. I, would think, I think Ja would do some crazy things. Jalen Brown tried to do it. I mean he tried I give him props For trying to do it I really do But I would love this I think Obi Toppin I know his brother Jacob Did it But I think Obi Toppin Would be great I think he would be Great in a dunk contest I think that would have Been awesome to see But you know Guys don't want to be a meme Guys are kind of scared now It's a date, new age Of social media Everybody catches everything Now everything's a meme So I get it Wholeheartedly I understand it So But at the same time I'm more one of those guys That continues To want to see the game Prospect And I think the All-Star weekend Has kind of got watered down It's kind of like the Pro Bowl the only All-Star game that really matters... And I don't watch NH- the NHL All-Star game. I I believe they have one. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But the MLB All-Star game is the only thing that's really competitive. I wish that if... This is what I would do to fix All-Star game. I've talked about it before, but I will go in detail. I would love to see 13 of the best players in the East and Western Conference get the right to play in the All-Star game. Every one of them get to play. Okay? And then I would do something like this where... You set up a whoever doesn't get in, or for whatever reason, on Saturday night. Get rid of the steals challenge. Get rid of the three-point shootout. Get rid of the dunk contest. Get rid of it. Let's have a two-on-two, two going to 12-15, win by two, ones and twos, a tournament. The top eight scoring duos in the National Basketball Association go out. And I know the three-point shootouts cool. I know the dunk contest is cool. I get that. I understand that. I I get it wholeheartedly. But in my but in my opinion, what I like to see happen is this. Like for example, let's get, let's say, for example, the number one scoring duo is Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Okay. You match up against the eighth seed. Let's say the eighth seed is bamboa buy on Jimmy Butler. Okay? Then you fill it out. You tell me you wouldn't want to watch those guys play a game of 12 or 15 seriously and make the grand prize. The winner of the, the winner, the winning team gets $2 million, a million dollars split between the share. And then um, for All-Star, we can do this. Okay, this is All-Star Weekend. How about this, guys? The winner of the Easter Western Conference gets home home court advantage in the NBA Finals. Major League Baseball does it. Why can't the NBA do it? You tell me people wouldn't be into that? And, yeah, I think that would be very, very serious. When like There is nothing. The All-Star Weekend used to be fun, for the it used to be fun, man. All star was fun. Like I remember the first half of all star, I think guys would screw around, and all of a sudden that second half guys tightened up and it got serious. It get really serious. Like I think that would fix All Star Weekend. I think it was still a success, but yeah, I would I would really like to see that. And shout out to Lucas Oil and Cambridge Fieldhouse because they filled up and people were crowded, man. And I thought that was awesome. So All Star Weekend was a lot of fun here in Indy. I'm glad the city got it. And I think it was a good time. So, hopefully we get WrestleMania. Maybe we get another Super Bowl before that, but WrestleMania should be the next one. That's all that's left, really. Think about it. Going through my list here, guys, because like I said, I don't have much really to talk about. We're just going to keep the show consistently going. We got some watch-alongs to talk about. So, The Rock is officially a member of the Bloodline, They say. Well, we're just going to sit back, relax, and watch this. And here we go
1: Salt Lake City! I'm going
0: to fast forward to when Romans talk about The Rock coming out we're gonna go ahead and get the rock out here fast-forward 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 here we go
1: Before The Rock dropped some gospel on you, The Rock has got some good news to share, something that's going to make you happy, something that you can own. Tonight, it is official. You all, right now, live on Fox, have broken an all-time indoor attendance record, not only... Not only for the city of Salt Lake, but for the entire state of Utah, congratulations.
0: Nice little Rock doing his little thing about acknowledging the people. Good job.
1: Well, here's the record you broke. You broke the all-time record for the largest gathering of trailer park trash the Rock has ever seen. that? You're gonna love this. Finally. Oh, you want to boo that, huh? Are you sure you want to boo the rock? Finally, your life has meaning. Finally, you 50 wives will have a story to tell, and you know what I'm talking about, you'll have a story to tell, your 600 inbred grandchildren one day, and that is what it's like to look at greatness in the flesh, because finally, look! bought a side out of the rock that you haven't seen in years but you see this side of the rock has always been in here always you shut your mouth fatty the rock will come out there and slap the herpes off your lips (laughs) it's a side that you haven't seen the rock but it's been in here all along and you know why you're seeing it tonight because it's the rock and Roman Reigns the biggest the biggest WrestleMania main event in the history of WrestleMania. You had it in your hands, and you let it go. You flushed it down the toilet. The same toilet you sat your fat asses on, and you sat there and tweeted, We want Cody! We want Cody! Finish his story. He gotta finish his story. You're laughing now and you're booing because you know it's true. Let the rock ask you a question. Let the rock ask you a question. What is Cody's story? What is the story? Let the rock make it clear. My cousin Roman Reigns, the universal champion beat Cody's ass last year at Wrestlemania he beat him Cody lost the match and now all of a sudden Cody wants a rematch that's his story that's not how it works I mean think about it you think about it right now think about how stupid that logic is think if you can apply that to sports hold on a second I know your inbreds want to chant what but sit there and shut your mouth and listen to the rock because this is important, and the Rock is going to educate your ignorant asses. Apply, apply that stupid logic to any sport. The 49ers just lost against the Kansas City Chiefs. What did they do? What did they do? Did the 49ers say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What about our story? We got to finish our story. No, they took their lungs like men. They stood up, they dusted themselves off, and they moved on like men. That's what they do. Now everybody in this arena, in this city, and in this entire state, you should understand this. It's personal. Think about it for a second. Michael Jordan came in here, and he crushed the dreams of the Utah Jazz. He ended, you boo, because it's the truth. He ended the Utah dream story. What did the Utah, what did the Utah Jazz do? They took their beating like men and they moved on. And they worked their asses off to get right back to the top. That's what they did. That's not how the real world works. The real world doesn't work like that. You don't get a shot at another story just because you want it. That's not how it works. And you don't understand that. You don't understand that because you're spoiled entitled, little crybaby bitches. Cody Rhodes, make one thing perfectly clear. The Rock is gonna do everything in his power to make sure that you walk out of Wrestlemania what you are, which is a loser. Everything in his power to make sure that happens. Cody, your story is just ending. Our story is just beginning. The Bloodline, the most powerful dominant duo in sports, in entertainment, and of course in the WWE. If you're some man! No, 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 no. Salt Lake City, sing along with The Rock is over. You lost that privilege. Sit there and shut your mouth and enjoy the ride that The Rock is taking you on. If you're some man! what the bloodline is cooking
0: that is heel one on one rock that's the rock is a heel that's him that's what he does and to me that is exactly what the rock should do be a heel be a fucking heel and that's what I like to see I, and it's going to be great next year at Mania when Rock and Roman Wrestlemania they're building to it go watch the video you can see the plants, the seeds are being planted you can tell we got some horror movie news, horror, horror, horror movie news to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre is getting another sequel, what? yes, that's what I said As I pull up the phone, f- if I can find this fucking article. <laughs> anyway, but there was an article that came out that is a card in the background' going, uh, that we were getting a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Legacy sequel, the 10th installment of the franchise, nothing's been in, in uh, has been in talks about it but I will say this, I did, the Netflix film that came out a couple years ago, I did like it I thought it was a solid entry uh, top 5 in the franchise that's saying a lot because outside the first film, the original the second film and the, the remake with the prequel to the remake, those are the 4 top 4, I always see constantly in the franchise and I feel like if you're gonna watch a Left Face film, they did steal a lot from Halloween. They took a lot of the Halloween 2018 elements to put into it. And I've had a review. You can go back on the podcast and look back. It's one of my earlier movie reviews. But I did, I, 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 did enjoy the film. I think it was solid. But at the same time, there was some things like would have fixed. Like, it, like the runtime was very, very short. They brought back Sally Hardesty's character from the first film, and she was basically, she did something really dumb in the film. I didn't agree with uh, the ending was like a cliffhanger and they had a post-credit scene where Letterface was going back to his old home. If you haven't seen the spoiler alert, sorry about that, but oh well. So it, they tease us. So I don't know if they're going off that film or they're going to do something else. We'll find out. I would rather... I'm one of the people that I feel like, okay, we've got Halloween. We got a new Halloween trilogy. We're getting a Friday the 13th series. Chucky has gotten a movie in the last 10 years, and he's gotten a TV series, and the part two, of the season three is coming out, which I am looking forward to watching, I will have a full review of that series, we've gotten a Hellraiser remake, which I don't understand, why we haven't gotten a sequel to that yet, I don't understand that at all, we got a Predator prequel called Prey, which I thought was really fucking good, and they're getting it. they just announced a sequel to that as well, which Predator is, a the original Predator is a horror film, make no mistakes about it, it's a horror film, go back, it is a horror film, that being said, um, I think it's time that we. There's one franchise that we keep talking about that the, the main horror films. I mean, The Conjuring's finished up their franchise. Insidious just finished their franchise. Supposedly, a lot of things. The one thing that I would love to see, I would love to see. Mike Mole, make no mistake about, make mistake about it. We need a new Nightmare on Elm Street film. It's time. It's time. It's just time. Seriously, it is time for a new Freddy Krueger film. We have been on... Like, I am a Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I have a Freddy Krueger tattoo on my, my back my back arm. I love Freddy. Freddy's one of the... You cannot say horror films, iconic horror film films, and not name t- Freddy Krueger in your top three to five. You just can't. The guy is iconic. His one-liners, everything else. The only guy that's got better one-liners than Freddy Krueger is Chucky, in my opinion. And it's a shame we haven't gotten a F- Nightmare on Elm Street film. I feel like we, it's time for a new Nightmare on Elm Street film. It's just time. And I really believe we don't need a legacy sequel... Reboot it, find an unknown actor, and give him a chance. Cause I'll say this right now. The remake, the one thing the remake got right, Jackie Hurley Ailey's uh, Jackie hurley Ailey's, I believe it says his name wrong or right or whatever, his performance in that Nightmare on Street film was really good. He did a great job. They fucked up with his makeup. They had a bad story. They went full into child killer to another thing that has been hinted at with Freddie and t- Nobody really wanted to go that route, and they went that route, which I did. I thought that was a mistake. But, oh, and, they, and I mean the casting was bad too in it, but overall Jackie Hurley was really good as Freddy. He was really good in that film because you remember 2003 the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake came out 20 years ago and then all of a sudden we got every fucking rem- Prom Night got a remake Black Christmas got a remake Friday 13th of 2009 which is one of my favorites in the franchise got a remake Halloween got a remake and a sequel with Rob Zombie so there was a lot of things that were coming out at that time that we were all like looking forward to seeing and of course you know what happened you know it, 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 it bombed critically and, fi- and financially did well enough but it bombed critically it bombed critically bad to the point where it's just like whatever at this point so I'm one of the people that I believe we can just sit back relax and watch this movie and we can get a good uh, if you go back and watch the Nightmare, the Nightmare Remake for 2010 you'll you'll probably agree with me shitty story they did a lot of things wrong but there's one thing to say Jackie Hurl Haley's uh, performance as Freddy is really good his makeup is really bad really bad in my opinion but his performance alone is really good but it's time. We need and I love Robert England. I think Robert England is like Brad Dorf to Chucky. He is Doug Bradley to Pinhead. He is Kane Hodder to Jason Voorhees. Like he as iconic. But you also know he's on his 70s and how can he can he perform another movie? Now, he said he doesn't want to do Freddy anymore cuz his body's beaten up with arthritis for all those years. And he, and I believe him, but I also believe that they they put a dump trunk of money on his front lawn. He might do it again. And I would love to see it. I would love to see Robert and e. Clem back. But you're only going to get one film out of them. You're only going to get one film out of them. And I'd rather see them reboot it, get a new Freddy involved, let's get this thing rocking and rolling. I think that would be a great opportunity. I mean, Dylan's new Nightmare, which is a fan film, based on the Wes Craven new Nightmare film from, their, from the early 90s, came out, and people were like, yes, we need another Freddy movie, it's time. People are ready for it. Friday 13th is getting a TV series final. They're finally getting some on Peacock, which I can't wait to watch. But it's time we get a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, guys. Let's get it going. It's time. Like, seriously. We got a trailer reaction. We got one more trailer reaction to watch. Godzilla and King Kong are going at it again. They got to team up. But we have a new trailer to watch. We have a new trailer to watch, and we are about to kick it off right now. Here we go. Godzilla X Kong, The New Empire. Official trailer 2 on YouTube. Boop. Here we go.
1: For centuries... going for a ride? thought you'd never ask. Just try not to swallow your tongue. What? Oh my god. Is that a mini call? Oh my god. It's not just a signal a call for war. I've seen everything. We've made some minor augmentations. Oh.
0: what I saw. I like more what I saw in that trailer than the second one. We get to see Shimu, the rumors of Shimu, this beast that that uh, Scar King is controlling. Uh, the Spine Whip is cool. Kong is going to Kong is gonna come encounter with both of them. Godzilla has a new form. I'm excited for it. Anytime you get a good creature feature, I'm all for it. So, that ends the show this week, guys. Uh, next week, we have a full WWE Elimination Chamber review to talk about. That will be the only topic for the podcast, unless something comes along that I want to talk about. We are getting close to WrestleMania. It's almost there. And, like I always say at the end of my shows, I don't bullshit. I just tell it like it is straight up. Have a good one, everyone.